0: Coming at you from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, this is Local Music Talk. I am your host, Michael, and if you don't already, please do give me a follow on social media. It's at Local Music Talk, one, on Twitter and Instagram, plus you can find me on Facebook as well, at uh, just Local Music Talk. For this week's episode, I've got a really awesome Ottawa-based hip-hop artist in uh, Justin Perron. I met him back at uh, Algonquin's Music Industry Arts program, he was a classmate of mine super positive guy and i hope you enjoy this conversation here it is
1: as far as it goes right now i guess social media wise uh most been rocking the instagram side of things uh, i have at jp music so j a y the letter p and then music uh and that one's pr- pretty much more like a personal account i guess it, it's uh you know it's a lot of like music stuff too but it It's just more like fun stuff that I share just about life and music and whatever and what I do. But uh, the other one would be at JHC, which is the three initials that I use for my uh, rap name. Uh, So JHC Hip Hop. And yeah, it's just like where I I just recently started posting on it. Now, I haven't done too much yet, but I did release a single on Spotify called Just Human. uh, And it was on all the other platforms as well um yeah it was like something I kind of just did it all at once so I had like that platform to I guess promote it and stuff at the same time and have it be separate and kind of more focused on exactly just like my musician uh side of things I guess or artist side of things as opposed to like my other personal stuff um yeah so that's pretty much where I'm at right now but I just uh I've just been working on a lot of stuff and I got a little show coming up I can't talk about it just yet like date wise but I got a show coming up in the next month or two so I'm okay. looking forward to it yeah yeah, is that uh, it's going to be live streamed or Uh no, so it's going to be a social distance show. Hopefully that's obviously like praying that the uh, lockdown doesn't kind of come back. Uh but yeah, it should be like towards the end of April. Uh yeah, kind of like mid-April sort of thing. Um but it's supposedly like supposed to be at Live on Elgin and again, hopefully the lockdown thing doesn't happen because they have a really good protocol there like uh John and Lawrence um, set up a really nice like uh just like you know what I mean like they have the same sort of protocols as a lot of the stores but they really like heavily enforce it and it's, it's kind of nice because like as a venue I feel like they go above and beyond to actually protect the space and make it really safe for everyone so it's like nice to you know it's just I hope they don't get affected is what I'm trying to say I guess is uh get affected by any lockdown but all uh all said and done hopefully that goes through
0: <laughs> yeah no that's <laughs> good to hear that there uh, might be some actual live uh, music happening at some point soon gotta be like over a year at this point since i've been to a local show and uh oh yeah really do miss it quite a bit you know live streaming it's it's cool but i find at this point i'm a little bit fatigued over it have Mm -hmm. you uh like done any live streaming yourself or like caught up on watching someone else's
1: live stream Oh, uh, I did a little bit. Like, uh, yeah, actually I, I was watching a few live streams. Um, live actually live on Logan specifically did do, I think a couple of live streams where like a band just kind of like a group came in themselves and safely sort of like didn't have an audience and everything. And they were just like performing to a camera. Um, that was kind of cool. I saw, I, I can't honestly can't remember what I was watching, but there's just like a couple of nights where I'd, I kind of caught a quick show. Um, but yeah, there was also a couple of artists, like early on, we did like an Instagram, uh, it was actually Jumpin' Joel Flash, he's like part of the CKCU radio and everything, um, and great, good friend of mine, and he was, the, he's been the host actually for the last little bit of the open mic at Live on Elgin, and he he was actually doing Instagram live, like open mics at the beginning of uh, lockdown, and even though, again, like he said, it's not like quite like the real thing, it was cool, because basically what you do is you'd have one person play, everyone would join. And then, like, the next person – would, or that person would write their Instagram link. And then they, everyone would kind of, like, shift to their live stream right after. And it was, like, in 10-minute intervals. And it was just – I thought it was a cool way to, like, connect everybody and keep that flow going and keep that, like, vibe going while being at home. Because that was just near the beginning, too. So a lot of people were stressed a lot more because they weren't used to it yet. And, uh, yeah, so I kind of went deep into that. But <laughs> – uh <laughs> for the most part it was cool but yeah i definitely miss like the, the you know the the upfront aspect of like being in person and feeling it <laughs> yeah
0: i i guess like the one like continuous live stream i've actually kind of enjoyed is uh do you know uh danielle allard oh yeah yeah she's awesome yeah yeah she's been doing some cool stuff on twitch uh i actually just talked to her last week and she's got like a dinosaur costume she's playing <laughs> Jesus. i've seen the yeah, so that's actually a lot of fun, but uh, for the most part, I find uh, for myself, for whatever reason, uh, I when I sit down to watch a live stream, I, I never get like too, too into it, just because it's, you know, we've been in lockdown for over a year, and it's just another one of those, okay, cool, I'm sitting down and watching a screen again,
1: rather than, you know, having that social aspect, yes. which I really do miss. That's absolutely true. I know what you mean. It's like, it's kind of bittersweet. It, it, it's like nice to... Nice to watch them, but, yeah, definitely you, you feel reminiscent and sort of, like, like sad on missing the live shows, and it's like, oh, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, there's just something about that experience of uh, going down to Targ and then blowing oh. 50 bucks on pinball and pierogies and whatnot.
1: Dude, so. oh, pierogies
0: and live music. right man way too many friday nights where i just spend like so much time and money i guess it's kind of good for the bank account not to have yeah. that but uh, <laughs> you know for everything else it's a little bit difficult uh, yeah i totally get that <laughs> um you mentioned uh, you just put out uh, a song uh, just human yeah one of the things i was kind of excited to talk to you about is uh, i guess just your whole creative process as a hip-hop artist and uh, how you come up with uh, lyrics and whatnot Oh, yeah. Thanks for
1: asking that, man. Um, I mean, honestly, especially I'd say over, over the last uh, couple months in particular, like I've been really trying to, I guess, like str- like hone down on exactly like how I go about writing in, in the sense that like I try to identify like exactly how my brain works in the way I'm piecing together these ideas instead of just like kind of throwing lyrics together and not having like a formula. Um, and what's uh what's cool is usually I would go off of basically just finding a beat or making a beat or sitting and kind of like making a rhythm and a lot of times uh I just kind of go with like an idea like I think of usually a theme first sometimes the music will come first sometimes the lyrics will come first or just like a a, a certain sentence that just sparks a theme and that's usually where I would say that's the starting ground is for me is is picking a theme and then kind of thinking okay well what ideas and what like different things can I connect to one another and rhyme with that will connect to this like main theme that has a meaning to it. You know, that's something important to me. Uh, it doesn't always have to be deep, to be honest, but like, you know, it's just something that like resonates with me to some extent. Um, and yeah, it's like, I've, but I've noticed that, uh, lately I've been trying to focus more on letting myself like flow with it a little bit and let, uh, like, like still do those sort of things, uh, those sort of, uh, things by, know connecting uh connecting ideas or whatever but i'm actually trying to just like write what's really in my heart and and mind now uh and i've i found over the last couple weeks i've written a lot of songs uh really quickly which is cool and but they're all very honest and they're all very um they need but they need more editing so that's kind of like the other side of it is that like i need to edit them more and i need to really delve in and be like okay what words can i use what can i make better? uh what can I kind of like maybe rhythmically make fit more by taking words away potentially. Uh but it's like everything's really from the heart. So I'm getting a lot more of that like realism in the music. And that's the part that's making me really happy. And I think it's it's kind of like I finally found that balance between both. And uh yeah, I guess so that's kinda I guess mainly how I how I go about writing. But yeah sometimes the ideas just come out of nowhere from like an in- okay. In- <laughs> Sorry if that was a long winded statement, but <laughs> Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like uh,
0: when my guests do a lot of talking because it takes the pressure off of me. So <laughs> Sweet. That's good. Um, is there like any specific topics that you find uh, inspiration out of or is it just really anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, per- I'd kind of say the easy answer is anything, but uh, I definitely think I... I like a little bit of the like the political stuff, not necessarily talking about politics and like directly, but just more, you know, uh, just stuff that you see in society, the way people act, the way you see like the construct of what we do on a daily basis and how we interact with each other and how shitty it can be sometimes, and like it sometimes it's, it's great. It doesn't, you know, uh, but uh oh my god sorry I'm losing my train of thought here um but a lot of times I try to focus on funny things to be honest like I don't want to make just comedy rap necessarily but I try to always just have a sort of sense of humor in any of my songs even in like some uh specifically there's one I wrote recently that's like I guess a ballad and it was just something that poured out of me pretty quickly one night uh when I was just sitting thinking about everything in the last 10 years of my life and uh I won't get too deep into it but I had a friend like pass away in 2011 and like it's the 10-year anniversary is coming up and stuff and it's like I had a lot of just reminiscent thoughts on that and it's it's kind of like where the progression has led me to to now like uh from that day sort of thing and anyway it's just a five-minute song kind of very poetic sort of thing um yeah uh but it has humor in it so I actually did use like a little bit of comedy and it just kind of like lighten the mood because I always find that's like a, a type of person that I am is comedic and I like to be like kind of positive and just have like a fun time with people and you know I guess that's uh that's usually where I go is is light lighthearted stuff uh I like funk stuff I like funk too that's another thing I'm thinking of many ideas at once that's why I'm kind of like <laughs> going from one thing to another but basically yeah like I'd say like I like a lot of funk I like old school 90s hip hop so I'd say generally the, the things I like to write the most are definitely more meaningful, more thoughtful, but like have a bit of humor, have a bit of upbeatness and like lightheartedness to it as, as a whole. Um, when it comes to lyrics,
0: uh, do you have like some kind of a journal that you're just like constantly writing in? Or do you find that uh, you just you find that inspiration and then you can just kind of sit down and
1: work through it? Um. yeah, I do keep a notebook actually with me in my car. Um, and like, sometimes I'll get, sometimes I'll get little, um, you know, like a couple word phrase or something that just sparks an idea. And then I can kind of like continue on it later and I'll write it down. Uh, a lot of times I definitely, whenever I have off time during the day or I'm on a break or something or just not doing anything, I, I use my phone sometimes and just write some stuff down. And, uh, but there is actually one binder at home that I kind of, I kind of keep as like my main Writing binder, and kind of, I I will throw notes in there sometimes, but it's like I try to take all these ideas that sometimes I actually use different notes over different days, and it's just like ideas that connect to one another. And I realize that after reading them, and then I can kind of formulate them all together. And then I'll usually use this binder though for writing the actual songs down, like the full sort of edited thing and uh yeah I'd, I'd say mostly though it's the phone nowadays that's just kind of the typical thing you always have it in your pocket so it's like i will just jot it <laughs> down really quickly and, and it's quick right like if you think of it at the time it's like boom 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 but uh there's def- there is a notebook still in my car though <laughs> that i have uh, in my book <laughs> department that i read in i guess my last uh, question about that not
0: to hand you too much Ooh, about no your worries. songwriting process is uh uh, in terms of beat making, do you do a lot of that on your own? Uh, do you have like a go-to guy for that? Uh,
1: how does that all come about? Um, yeah. So actually just human specifically to start with was made by Nicholas Stackhouse, uh, which we, you know, you and I both went to school with, uh, um, oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, man. And, uh, you know, he killed it on that track and we, yeah, we just, we created that one together. Like he created all the music for it. And then I just, you know, I wrote all the lyrics and, uh, so that was one. And then we did a few others together that we're kind of working on. And I, I don't know where they're going right now. Like we're both just doing our own thing at the time. And I think it'll be something we'll kind of rehash out, but they are recorded and they it's something that we could probably like work on and and see where they go. Um, but I also have a couple other songs. There's uh, one with Nick, actually, uh, <laughs> that bad, bad sign, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one, it's not done yet, but it's like I've recently contacted him actually because I do want to finish that song and uh so he's another one i was working with so a couple people from the program and then um i do i have been trying to make a lot more of my own lately um i do i do really enjoy like if you've ever seen any of mac miller sessions i really enjoy the way he like kind of like any of his youtube videos or anything behind the scenes stuff like i like how he kind of uh use, utilizes all the instruments and he'll actually play stuff himself and he'll play even if it's an easy key line like he'll just kind of play like a cool like hammond organ line or something and then he'll Without out the bass and it doesn't have to be something complex but it'll just have like a lot of feeling and he knows what he was thinking when he played it on the Hammond. and so he like when he plays it on the bass it i basically i I try to do a lot of the same things because i do play a lot of different instruments and i enjoy playing a lot of instruments so it's like and, and especially using my looper to make beats and beatbox and stuff and so i kind of i've been trying to do that a lot lately i've i've have used a MIDI controller and used a lot of the slate like digital uh virtual instruments and stuff but uh, I've enjoyed like recording my friend. Uh, I had a kit donated, a drum kit donated to me, and we actually recently, I let my friend Randy, my roommate Randy, rec- uh, hit it while I was recording with a, an SM7B and like a kick drum, like, and just got samples. And then I was like taking those samples that we recorded and I was just kind of like trying to chop them and make a beat physically, um, just for fun. So yeah, there's there's a kind of a lot of different, I guess, avenues I've been like messing around with lately and and trying um but yeah i like i really like working with like people from the course especially just you know because we all really got along and we're all really like talented kind of different people and it's just cool that we can all all sort of work off each other to you know create our dreams together and uh so i like that
0: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like there were a lot of really good uh, producers that came out of Mm -hmm. our program like come to think of it, even like adam smith oh i haven't seen in the longest same but man he's
1: uh, what a baller <laughs> oh yeah no I'm so humble so humble it's it's such a beautiful combination when you have such a humble human being and like an absolutely stellar talent and just skill set and like no questions asked
0: <laughs> so when you uh do your recording uh, i guess you do most of that on your own uh, are you getting involved in like mixing mastering
1: processes well? um yeah we i gotta be honest i can't I can't remember who the uh what the guy's name is off the top of my head and I, I feel bad about it but it was because Nick like Nick Stackhouse, sent out the tr- track to get mastered um yeah but we actually got just human mastered by someone and it was uh it was yeah pretty decent prize actually and it was a uh, uh, somebody who does do a lot of local uh Ottawa stuff but also has done like Juno award winning stuff and um yeah he, uh, they sent it back within I think a couple days and it was awesome uh but And yeah, like, I really like the tone of it. It was nothing to do with that. It's just, I I think about like all my other music and I love the fact that, you know, well, you would remember we we took this in school. So it's like, I'm really passionate about Mm -hmm. doing that side of it too. And it's like, I'm sitting here right now and it's too bad it wasn't, uh, I don't know what was going on (laughs) on with it the first time, but I'm sitting here right now with the TLM 103, you know, like, like I got like invested in that microphone. It's a Neumann microphone because it's like, I love the tone of it. It's so beautiful on vocals. Like, uh, I find it great on acoustic guitar. Um, and it's just like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure that I focus on my music and my writing. And like, obviously I will work with people, but I also love to still have such a hands on perspective with it. So a lot of mixing and mastering, I'm trying to do myself, but it's definitely like in the meantime, while I'm learning more about mastering, I'd say mastering specifically, cause I I, I feel like I mix all right. Um, mastering it's like still something that i'm you know while i'm growing myself as an artist like i'm going to send them out and get them professionally mastered you know especially because a lot of these people have physical gear and they're sitting in a room that's like made for it um but uh but yeah i definitely like more of a hands-on thing too (laughs) and uh yeah i've been doing a lot of as far as recording goes for sure at home like honestly everything i've been doing at home i have a nice vocal booth now at home uh because i I, i'm renting a house now with my uh, roommates randy and my friend justin and uh yeah yeah, sweet. I, I guess in terms of mastering, I remember uh, in
0: MIA basically all the audio recording professors admitted that they're uh not the greatest at mastering, so That's true. Yeah, it's one of those things that's going to take time. It's still kind of a weird uh, concept that whole little bit, but
1: uh you know, keep practicing. I'm sure you'll get it. That's true. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> And uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, you're right. It it is, it is one of those things that it's like a whole different ballgame. Like a lot of people say that they do both, but there's some people that are like, yeah, I literally just mastered because it's just like, I focused on that specific thing and it kind it's such a different (laughs) feel. I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any uh, specific
0: goals that you're uh, trying to accomplish uh, before the end of this pandemic? Like, do you think you'll end up with an EP or an album at some point? Or do you think you're just kind of, going
1: along with uh, what you're doing and uh, see where it takes you you know what i'd say a combination of both a little bit I, i'd say i am kind of just letting myself have some freedom with it and really just let, my, let myself like vibe out with it and like but, but i've been trying to focus like, every day on like even spending half an hour just writing something that comes to mind or just even if i sit down for a second and like listen to a song and study it um yeah, it's been, it's been something I've been trying to keep up with, and uh, but just like flow with. But then I also do think that I really want to release an album within probably the next couple months. Uh, well, Maybe not even the next couple months. Like I'm probably thinking like a year, like, you know, because it's just the new year just started. Give it some time to maybe, you know, have some singles, like do some shows, like do some promotion, like actually build a foundation first. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say my goal in the long run, I'd say within the next year, definitely want to have like an album. Uh, i'm playing that i'm going to play that show in april hopefully if everything goes well i'm just going to kind of keep trying to like promote myself uh do videos i have I've, honestly there's a lot of cool things that i've been talking to people about too and it's like it's a slow progression and i, I guess i can't really talk about it now because they're just ideas but it's like a couple of friends of mine have talked about uh doing like little video series stuff and voiceover stuff and uh and we just you know we're gonna kind of slowly build it up and i feel like if we do that for each other, it's like, I, my music can get better, but then like, you know, their, their kind of passions can get better and we all work together, but it's like, you're always just like constantly moving and doing something. And I feel like that's the best way to actually get to those goals. It's just like, even if you don't necessarily work on the thing that's for you specifically one night, um, it's, it's like doing these things on a daily basis and focusing yourself on the things that you love, uh, and helping other people will still like help you up that ladder towards your goals. So it's like, you know, ma- mainly what I'm trying to say is obviously I'm going to be doing a lot of writing and recording and like for my stuff. But I think the key is like, even in the meantime, when I'm not uh, just immersing myself in the energy of like music and and like video and like and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if that, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I follow yeah. all that. I love the
0: passion by the way. Like it's so hard to find people who still have a ton of passion at this point in the pandemic. So no, it's awesome that uh, you're keeping uh, with some positive vibes and
1: you're working towards some stuff. That's really I appreciate that brother. Thank you. It's, it's definitely, it's like, it's definitely comes with its, you know, with its trials and stuff. And like, but I think that's what, I think at the end of the day, as, as as everybody or anyone else would, it's like you grow from that, right? Like you just, you, you try to learn to adapt and like, get your best way out you know and like just sort of just do what's best for you in the end <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: and uh in terms of this show in mm-hmm. April uh just thinking now um do you think you'll be performing with like a backing track or is there a chance that you'll get a band or a mm, dj involved
1: that's a good question actually very good question i i was thinking of potentially having like one or two songs be with like uh featuring my roommate uh cuz we actually have another group called Shaolin Flow um where we do basically i do hip-hop but uh, my friend jess he plays bass uh, my other friend dimitri uh, mc dims he he does beatboxing and then uh, my roommate justin is on guitar and he does like kind of bluesy funky stuff so it's almost like live like rap funk blues <laughs> and um mm-hmm. uh where was i going with that though I'm so sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. Oh yeah, so I might do something with uh, I might do something with them or like bring him up like just for one of our songs as like a, a, f- a feature thing. But I actually plan to do a couple backing tracks, which are like tracks I worked on um, to mostly just focus on like the rap aspect because that's what I've been trying to t- focus more on is like me just like standing there and actually trying to perform with just the microphone also and like focus on the, you know, the cadence and like make sure I'm like rapping properly and I'm like confident in it. So it's like, I'm trying to do more of them that way. Uh, but I will, I also want to bring my guitar, my looper, because I like doing like a lot of like cool acoustic loops and then just beatboxing over it and letting it loop and then rapping over that uh, while it loops. So mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of want to do like a combination and then maybe even a couple where I just like maybe sing a little bit folkier stuff with the guitar. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm trying to focus more on the hip hop, but I, but I do want to do a bit of like looping and kind of messing around. And I just think of people, people always tell me it's cool. So I, I feel like it'd be fun.
0: Yeah, like loopings become like a really cool trend. True, late, that's true know? too. You can almost like be like this one man band, you know, you just, you play your parts and then you just have a loop and you build off of it. So it's always fun to oh, see that. Absolutely.
1: Uh, a great example of that is like Tash Altana. Like I love Tash Altana. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, she's incredible. Do you know who uh, do you know Tash Altana? No, I Okay, so they're uh, come from Australia and uh tash started as like a, a busker on the street basically and just like would go with a dolly with like a speaker on it and a little looper and a drum machine and her, uh, and uh t- like their guitar and um just play like you know cool trippy sort of uh, guitar loops and stuff and then add like this cool little beep in the background and just sing like beautiful passionate vocals And uh, Tash had, like, a pretty rough background, I guess, and, you know, with kind of, like, a drug abuse thing and, like, psychosis or something like that. And um, uh, not to speak lightly on that, obviously, like, but it just, like, brought brought Tash to where uh, they're they're at now. And uh, what I thought was cool is that um, it went from being, like, a busking thing in Australia in, like, the streets of Melbourne to touring the world and like Tash is literally like selling out stadiums now. And obviously the pandemic kind of slowed that down, but like literally selling out stadiums around the world. And there'll be, you know, like thousands of thousands of people. And it's just Tash standing in the middle of the stage with like a guitar and like drum machine and crazy rug and trippy lava lamps and all this, all this stuff. And like, I went to a show in Montreal <laughs> and, and like it was nuts. It was just like sitting in the like audience and you just feel like every, Every moment of like the guitar licks, uh, uh, just like, I don't know, like like you could tell when someone puts their full heart and soul into it, because every part of the music is made uh, by Tash, but it's like, it sounds like more than that. Like, it sounds like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, but it sounds more full. It sounds kind of
0: like a euphoric. Yeah, yeah, in a way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've had a long day and I I had a, I had a like a late (laughs) sleep last night. So I'm just kind of, I'm kind of (laughs) groggy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah no worries man
1: uh i guess the, the last
0: no thing here i was gonna ask you uh weirdly enough it sounds like even with the pandemic and i can't imagine things will be wide open by summertime it sounds like we might be getting some kind of version of blues fest okay. on uh what do you think about uh the idea of possibly having some summer festivals this year and uh do you think it's even possible to do with the,
1: the social distancing? Wow, I, I I was gonna say I don't know. Like, I know they tried for that uh, sort of car driving one, and uh, it seemed to do all right. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely obviously limited. Um, I don't know. I, that's a hard one. I don't think so, to be honest. Like, I I love the idea of it, but it's just one of these things where you know we kind of keep going back and forth in this whole lockdown crap. And it's like I feel like I feel like there just needs to be a period of time of just like chilling and kind of letting it go by but it sucks because it's like obviously i'm mad against that like i don't like i want to go outside and, like do the local mu- or the live music thing and have festivals but i just don't think they should push it basically i think it's doable if they're like smart about it and but it would be obviously limited and only so many people could like attend and stuff like that it wouldn't be as extravagant but it's just like just be smart about it considering you know because we don't want to keep like wrestling around with this thing I feel like, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, would, I love the idea of that. Yeah, I feel
0: that like one of the things is there was that uh, picture that came out a while back. I think it was a German festival where you can kind of see everyone was separated into different bubbles and there was like almost like these platforms that were gated off and, you know, four or five chairs yep. in each bubble <laughs> and it was this outdoor festival. So part of me is kind of like, yeah, you know, I want that and I want to do it, but at the same time, like that's going to be like crazy expensive, and there's no way you're going to get the same amount of people into that show. Oh, that's exactly so, it. So it's it's weird to think about, especially since uh, Bluesfest has done a lot for the local music community and giving uh, like big yeah. opportunities to local bands, and you know, they pay like a fair wage to a lot of them too. So I know. It's, uh, it'll be tough.
1: I don't know if they'll be able to pull it
0: off, but uh, that's it. We'll and see. like we'll that's see. what
1: I'm. That's what I mean to you. Like I'm. I, it's like if you can find a way to do it where it's kind of it's just smart and safe. It's like do it because it's like I agree. The, the the music scene has been suffering. You know, like people are, and and that's what sucks is like. And that's another thing actually, just to touch on real quick is like five on Elgin. Like they're they're always they've been doing their protocols so heavily. And like when I'm there and the audience is like you know good about it and following the rules and stuff, it's like it's it's almost safer than like some of the regular essential stores that I've been on a daily basis. And it's just funny. Cause it's like, this is a live music venue, but it's like, <laughs> I feel 10 times safer here than I would at a grocery store where I'm like literally shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of people. <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, what I mean by saying that is like, you know, if, if the protocols are followed properly, it's like, the guy, I don't know. I just feel like there should be a little more leeway, for these things to happen at least to some extent for the musicians and the art scene to survive, you know, and like, actually like be able to do something. And like, I just think they should focus more on it because it's like, it's an important and, and, and a heavy part of like, what makes this community so nice is like, yeah, we're a very heavy government city, but it's like, we have an amazing art scene and it needs to be like preserved. And it's just like, you you know, even if it's socially distanced shows or even if it's just whatever, it's like, I feel like the government and like, organizations to try to work hand in hand with artists that's all like and I know they're already doing that I, but
0: yeah it's definitely a tough situation and I like it, I don't know I feel like musicians and artists have kind of been the forgotten ones exactly. throughout this pandemic in the sense that like realistically I, I guess live music isn't like the most important thing to get back but it also has a pretty big impact on the community because you know once you get rid of concerts, you know, that hits, you know, bars and restaurants pretty hard. That hits, you know, even like tourism and hotels, like dry cleaners and like everything is really heavily impacted by the art scene. So it's uh yeah, it's you make
1: that actually you made a really good point. That's that's true. Like it's a ripple effect. It's uh it's definitely like Mm. um and and I mean even from like a, a humanizing aspect like it's you know people's relief. Like it's people's like you know uh escape from from life and it's escape from life with like people that you know you know like people that you know and love and or maybe people that you don't know but like you live in the same city as and you get to physically see and stuff like it's like that's just so cool about it it's like you know people work all day and do their thing whatever we live in a life that's kind of a cycle sometimes but it's like we have this sort of like beautiful aspect of life that surrounds us and it's like that ha- that can't go away you know that would that would devastate me dude <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I remember like back uh, when I was working like a nine to five job here in Ottawa. Like looking forward to like Fridays and Saturdays, just showing up to shows and always knowing that you know there's going to be at least one person here. That oh I yeah, I can hang out with and just blow off, dude. Screen, totally, you know.
1: Oh, I miss that. <laughs> That's a nostalgic feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. I'm kind of sitting here. I'm like, oh, am I about? Yeah, to cry? no kidding. <laughs> like,
1: man, even even us, I I, I couldn't necessarily pinpoint a specific one i'm trying to think about it but like where we've just like arrived at the same show and be like oh yeah man <laughs> yeah uh,
0: i guess like sort of the one i remember is that uh, when you were doing that uh i forget what it was like talent show or something that when you were performing your rap and i
1: showed up oh and was your that friends uh atomic uh, rooster is it a yeah yeah it was like a singing competition thing and my, my friend Bella Cat was running. She was actually like, you should enter it as a rapper. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I didn't end up winning, but <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. If I
0: remember, you at least got through like the first. That's true. Yeah, rounds, actually, it, I did. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> a good memory, man. And actually, I appreciate you bringing that up because that was like, that was actually, that was a lot of fun.
0: See, yeah, I think uh, I think that's all uh, the pod material. Oh, no worries at all, man.
1: And honestly, I really appreciate it, Mike. Like, I'd I'd love to do it again sometime soon, uh, if ever if you'd be down again. Yeah.
0: Thanks again to Justin Perron for joining me on Local Music Talk this week. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation, and I look forward to chatting with him again, hopefully before his show is Live on Elgin, which I do look forward to. And uh, until then, make sure to check out all the other episodes of my podcast. You can find them wherever you stream your podcasts. And until next week, stay safe.